first off, bro, fuck you, bro. <laughs> You're a fucking piece of shit. The fact that you didn't even mention Slow Mobius in your fucking review of the episode means that I know you don't give a fuck about this show, bro. And that's why you're never getting on another one of these episodes, bro. That was the fucking last straw. That was the last straw, bro. They eradicated Slow Mobius from every conceivable universe, bro. And, and, and they're not bringing you back, bro. They're not the boys. They don't give a fuck about something. They don't give a fuck. Like, fuck Rip Prime, bro. Like, out of fucking nowhere, they killed Slow Movies. And you didn't even say shit about that. You don't watch these fucking episodes, man, like I do. You just don't, bro. Like you don't want, you don't feel this shit like I do, bro. Like they Dude. killed him and he slowed him down as slow as he could, but he couldn't stop it, and no one could save him. Yeah, I got my list, bro. Let's run a gun, boys. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're ready. We are. Re- this slide is way Let's too fucking roll, bro. Switch, uh, yeah, we're ready. Uh, so yeah, it's a good one. Um, everybody. Welcome back to Excelsior. As always, I am your host, Jordan Wasserberger. Today, I am... I'm going to move this back a little closer. Today, I am joined by Logan Dracus. And Ethan Wagoner. Glad to be back, baby. And today, we are talking about Rick and Morty Season 7, which is actually Rick and Morty Part 4 uh, on our little, on our little yeah, Rick and Morty series. Watch the series on the podcast, most watched fucking episode. Hell no, it's yeah. not. Bring back Ashley Chung, though. Rip. Bro, bring back... We should have gotten Ashley for this episode. Try to unscrew us. Wait, 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 wait. Alex, I did not want to be on the podcast. He's napping. Do you want to know who's really dangerous on this episode? It's the guy who was voted worst performance of 2023 for for his role in Rick and Morty Part 3. That shit happened, and I came here... I maybe ever, and I came here dialed. I am ready to go, and I have so many thoughts on this season. And I and based on like our little conversation before the episode started, I'm pretty sure this entire thing is going to be a fight. Um, and maybe more heated. Jordan, than- I'm not going to be. I'm not going to like actually intentionally disagree with you, but just so it, just letting you know by you prefacing everything you're about to say with that. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna take everything you say much more critically, and I'm gonna challenge okay. you to actually like. You should think about Rick you and should. Morty. Oh, you should. You should because I have let's thoughts. Oh, okay. that's not that. Whoa, 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 no, no, Let's do what we normally do. We're gonna go around in a circle, say our thoughts, and then we'll get into specifics. Overall thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So normative. Um, yeah. So my overall thoughts are up until episode four of this season which is the spaghetti episode. I thought not only was this the worst season of Rick and Morty, but this was genuinely one of the worst things I had ever watched in my entire life. Um, I wait, do not... Wait, 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 repeat that. I, up until spaghetti ep- episode? I thought up until the spaghetti episode, this was both the worst season of Rick and Morty by a mile and genuinely one of the worst things I'd ever seen in my entire life. And the, re- the, the sole reason for that, it's not the voice acting, which like threw me for a bit in episode one, but then I got over it. 
I think the writing in the first half of the season is legitimately terrible. The jokes are the most obvious, most juvenile jokes that you can possibly go for to the point where I was literally saying out loud, they're going to say this before they said it because it was that fucking easy. And it's not to say that I could have done it better, but it was such a step down from the level of humor and like interesting conversations that the other seasons of Rick and Morty had. The subject matter of like, like literally everything about those first three episodes, I thought was absolutely terrible. Every in episode arc was as obvious as it could be. The writing was as obvious and as juvenile as it could be. Like I, I actually called Logan twice to be like, dude, this again, he didn't pick up, which is fine. But I was like, dude, like this is the worst thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, but like it was actually unwatchably bad. Uh, the rest of the season, I thought was like decent there are I, I, there are a couple other like things that we'll talk about that i didn't love but the rest of it i thought was decent and then i thought episode nine was great and episode 10 was like absolutely unbelievable um but other than that like the big thing is just the first three episodes of the season i thought were unwatchably bad and the rest was fine and then episode 10 was great. so spaghetti episodes the fourth one yeah, yeah. so what are you talking about? He's saying he hates so the first three. I hate how poopy got his poop. Did you like spaghetti as well? No, I like spaghetti. It was fine. The spaghetti was fine. It was a classic Rick and Morty episode. But like, oh, uh, but like the yeah. first three, how poopy got got his poop back, the Jerick trap, and Air Force Wong, I thought were unwatchably bad. Mm. And right. like, and, uh, and driven go. and driven by writing. Logan, go ahead. Yeah. I can go. I disagree with most of what you just said. Um, for reference, this is gonna be awesome. I do not have those three ep- first three episodes that you're talking about. I have ranked fairly highly. Really? I obviously like. I don't. I agree, I am in the same ballpark in terms of fairly highly in the season. I don't want to give away my ranking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait till, yeah. till the end. Wait till the end. But those first three episodes slapped really slapped poopy butthole i thought was actually really funny i thought it was creative in terms of seeing rick as a friend which is not usually something we see it was something that was explored in the bird person arc (laughs) a little bit more but how rick actually is a friend to these people and how he's like hugh jackman calls him out like you're a parasite you know and that's a perspective that we've been seeing a little bit more in recent seasons and uh, all right, I'm not trying to go into specific episode details. Yeah, but we're talking overall thoughts, guys. Overall, overall yes. thoughts. But overall thoughts, I really thought that the season started out pretty strong in that you could tell the influence of the young writers was way enhanced. Way, way enhanced. Way, like almost completely different writing than seasons one and two. Exactly, you know? exactly. I think, I think literally no writers are the same yeah. from seasons one and two. And so I thought that was obvious right off the bat. And I kind of, I, I went with it. And I really disagree about the beginning of the season. And then I think actually they flounder a little bit in the middle of the season, but they wrap it up really well. So I think that, that that's I, my overall. I agree with you. I think the middle of the season's also a problem, but we'll talk about it later. Wagner? Yeah, so my big thing on this like podcast is that I always say that like sometimes like stuff breaks your trust to a degree that like they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt and you shouldn't even like really reward them for that. Mm-hmm. And um, when shows have writing problems like this where the writers switch 
this was due to like, um, yeah, the whole, we, we've talked yeah. about this already, but like all the claims and stuff. Um, but this wasn't necessarily their fault. But when you have this big of a writing change and a voice actor change, like on a show that like started out about being super, like an essential part of it was the improvis- improvisation of the actors, the voice actors. Like I, the alarms were up, you know, and um, we've done four parts of this. And I think it's interesting that we've done it on like kind of the rockier parts of Rick and Morty, I mm-hmm. think, when it comes to like season four and season five, those first two parts of Rick and Morty. I look back and think those are probably my worst two seasons. But um, six was a fucking banger. And I was scared that we were going to miss off this. This is this is as good as television gets for me. Um, not across the entire season, not across the entire season. There's definitely lows. Um, just to kind of give it a vague kind of, kind of overall thoughts, like where I'm ranking it between seasons, like it's the seventh season. The lowest I got it at is like, yeah, it's like a, it's like, it's at least five. And then like probably higher than that. And the more I sit on it, the probably higher than that. If I'm being completely honest, I, 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 I love the new writers and I went with it. I think the peaks are as high as they've ever been, which I think Rick and Morty's always had, but I'm going to tell you, I'm kind of in the middle on this start of the episodes. And I think that's where we should start from this podcast. Yeah. Like what we should start in this episode is talking about these first three episodes. Um, I'm in the middle where like one and three for me really didn't do it as much as what uh, you're kind of saying, Logan. Um, I thought it was creative and I think it's in a strong season. They weren't my last, but um, two for me was kind of money. And uh, but yeah, they're kind of my middle middle of the pack guys. So like, I, I don't know. I don't think it was the strongest start off the runway. Um, I'm starting to wonder. Yeah, let's into more specifics. Uh, I'm starting to wonder. Like, maybe this just isn't. Maybe this show has just run its course for me, because like I, I and like, like honestly, that's kind of what I'm starting to think. Yeah, that would be, like, that's that's pretty insane to me. Off this season, well, because here's say, Jordan, well, no, like, no, 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 because like, I'm not even here. Like I said, I was disagreeing with Logan a little bit. Yeah, but I am so much closer, to Logan, on this. No, no, I know you are. Like to cause... say that after the season is almost unbelievable. To me. Well, no, 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 not after the season. I'm saying ju- I'm just on the first three episodes, right? Because like I loved episodes nine and ten. I thought they were great. But like after episode three, I legitimately was like, okay, maybe this is the last time I watched Rick and Morty, and I'm like. Like, I'm not surprised that I have such a negative reaction to it compared to you guys. But I think part of it is maybe this show is starting to run its course with me. Because I think that when I – I only have so much – push you first. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah, going to keep going. I'm only going. I, I think and – we, and we had this problem when we did Rick and Morty Part 3, but I didn't really have as – I wasn't I – mean, I didn't pay attention to Season 6, so it wasn't as good of a conversation. Um, But I – Wondered if just like I can't watch shows that don't have an overarching story that they talk about in each episode anymore, like or or shows that don't like try to do something new 
on a season level because when I was watching these first three episodes, like obviously I obviously I knew the overarching stuff going on, right? Rick fighting against the prime Rick. Um, and that was kind of like the main thing going into the season. Obviously his relationship with Morty is an arc that's been going on now for, you know, seven years, right? All that stuff we knew. But like when I was watching episodes one, two, and three, again, like I was saying, the, the two like clearest ways I can describe my problem with these episodes are the writing felt super juvenile. Like a like a fifteen year old watched Rick and Morty and then wrote some episodes, and it was super predictable. Like I was able to literally call not just what was going to happen in the episode, but the individual jokes and lines that they were going to make because it was so obvious. It was like MCUified Rick and Morty, um, which is the opposite of what Rick and Morty is supposed to be, especially when you compare it to other episodes in this season. Like, did the same writing team write episode 10 as episode one? Because if so, I do not know how that is possible. Um, yeah, I mean, that's my big criticism with the first episodes is just the writing. Like, acting, again, it took me a little bit to get used to the voice acting, but once I did, it was totally fine. Like, everything else is basically the same. Um, it was just the writing is the only big, big miss for me. Yeah, let me, let me reel back in what I initially said. Because I think grouping these first three episodes together is actually kind of unfair. Okay. Um, I think that the Unity episode was one of the worst of the season because it used the president and Unity and the therapist, which are all really unique characters and kind of like, they were like almost like character caricatures of themselves. Yeah. And that, like, you lost a little bit of what was actually making them interesting characters when you meshed all three of them together and just put them together for this episode. And so I think that was a little bit forced. And then, but I want to talk about episodes one and two um, because I thought they were really interesting concepts. Like, I don't think we're at the point in Rick and Morty. And I, I, I feel like if you're watching Rick and Morty for overarching plot, you're watching it for like the wrong reasons. And I feel like yeah, that yeah. you'll lose a lot of the value, like when you actually try to watch it that way. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get into what Logan's saying after he says it as well. So just let me let me No, I understand. I, I understand. So, I understand. Um but so I think that's a fundamental like misunderstanding of what's going on. And then I think these first these two episodes specifically. If we if we have to group them together, actually did something really unique. Like I'm, I was not blown away. These are not my favorite episodes of the yeah. season, but they continued to do new things. That, to be honest, after seven seasons, you haven't changed any of the main cast. Like, n like obviously, well, you have these overarching things. No one going dies. On. Like no one dies. Really. Yeah, no one yeah, dies. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> characters here and there but it's like it is rick and morty and the fact that they're able to still do new interesting things is really is really good to me and ethan you can talk a little bit more about episode two if you want to and i touched on episode one i think it was actually like a really funny way to start the season like actually playing on the fact that poopy butthole usually starts and ends seasons and like using him as a character i thought it was interesting it brought like rick's gang back together i thought it might have suffered a little bit from what i was talking about with episode three of using like these deep characters as kind of characters as themselves. Mm -hmm. Like Bird Person was there, but he wasn't really there, you know? It wasn't like season, it wasn't like episode eight in season five when Bird Person was like there, there. getting like everything. Especially after the last Bird Person, bro. Yeah, you know, it's like, 
Like this is definitely a step down in terms of like if you're comparing it apples to apples in terms of the characters. But I still think like the plot was really creative and that I'll, I'll let Ethan get into episode two. And look, look, I think how we should discuss this is we shouldn't go to rankings initially. This is what Thinking Basketball does really well, I think. Um, we shouldn't go into rankings initially and we should just talk about episodes. That's what we're doing. One by one. I break them down. No, no, no. I, I know we're doing that. I'm just saying, like, let's break them down on the episode, and then we'll start comparing. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, I, I, I'm gonna first say my negatives. I'm gonna preface with my negatives, and then come back. Mm-hmm. I think Logan's picking up on something that I think is probably the worst part of the season, is that sometimes some of my favorite characters didn't feel like my favorite characters, or felt like side characters. And plot set yeah. around them. The president. I didn't feel that as much with Unity. Actually, I thought it was kind of within Unity's. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. Like, I think Doctor Wong and the president got really simplified. Mm-hmm. Um, and so did obviously the family. That sometimes happens, but it was kind of disappointing. Um, and I think that kind of happens in the first episode as well. Um, I just. And I think there was points where the humor, especially towards the start, was missing a little bit compared to what I'm used to. They're kind of kind of feeling it out, figuring out their groove a little bit. But Jordan, I think you're really at a fundamental level, before I get into season like season seven, episode one, fundamentally misunderstanding what like Rick and Morty is intending to do. And whether like or you just don't like it, and maybe that's a subjective thing. But I think for to try and be as objective as possible, what they're doing in episode one is taking a character in this like grand, pretty perfectly connected universe they've created and expanding on him and actually like putting a lens under it in an interesting way. And I think these first two episodes, they're a little sillier and goofier. But that's usually how Rick and Morty starts it out after intense stuff at the end. Like we know the end's going to be intense and we know there's going to be intention in the middle. It's a balance. And what they do amazing in these episodes is explore characters or concepts that you wouldn't have really thought about. And you could say the humor was a little predictive, but the actual plot themselves was pretty creative, dude. And like... There's some actual interesting dialogue and meaningful stuff being explored in these funny episodes. Like, Rick really has to look in the mirror in the quality of friend. Like, it wasn't his fucking birthday, man. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't his fucking birthday, dude. Like, like even if you could predict that twist, bro, like, they did it in an interesting way that I think really made Rick reflect and took an episode that's kind of supposed to be a throwaway funny gag episode and actually still make it interesting to the main plot a little bit, which I think that sometimes was lost in season four and season five. The throwaway episodes were literal throwaways. And at this point in the show, I don't really want to see that. But what makes the episode five and the episode 10 so good is that I watched episode one and two before. And I want to get into episode two because this was one of, this was higher on my list. But I think episode one it's a pretty funny Hugh Jackman cameo. And like, it's a pretty fun exploration of the gang that we really haven't gotten to do. See, here's just have so much shit on their list. And I, I just think they like, they're just checking it off. They're just doing new shit. And I but, here, but here's the problem. No, first off, I just want to say this. 
if everything I say is going to be met with you don't, the reason why you don't like it is because you don't understand it. I'm going to leave the recording. Like I, I'm not like that not dumb. I do. No, 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 no. I understand. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm watching the show be, because we're doing an episode on it. That's number one. Number two, I understand like the structure of Rick and Morty, right? You have a very long, very thin, overarching plot. But the important stuff and the reason why you watch is because you're watching for the character interactions and you're seeing not how the plot necessarily develops, but how the characters develop in relation to one another. Believe me, I understand like the show. Like I'm not stupid. Right. But I think if that's where you're coming from, right, if your point is, okay, the plot doesn't matter as much, but we do care about Rick and Morty, right, which I assume we all do, then like, yeah, it sucks when the first uh, we'll start with just episode one. When episode one takes all of the side characters that we've got, and, and three, let's say one and three in this case, take a whole host of side characters that we've really gotten to know over seven seasons. I mean, some obviously came in later, some came in earlier, but you know what I'm trying to say, and reduce them down to caricatures of themselves just for the sake of a couple of jokes here and there. Like when you're in I seven- I think that was a mistake, dude. Like, I admitted to that. I, no, that no, 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 no. I started 100%. 100%. Hundred percent, but I think it's like way bigger of a deal because I think when you're in season seven of a show, it was one of my two lower ranked episodes. No, 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 I'm not saying that like you didn't say. I'm just saying where I'm coming from, right? Like when when I think about these episodes, like that's a huge deal. And then, and again, I think this second part is more of a subjective thing, and this is a problem that like obviously gets solved in episode five and then later in episode ten, but like. Part of me also just doesn't love, not that it's a deal breaker, but doesn't love that we only really got two moments of real, like, major plot movement in the show. And I know that's not what the show is. I get that, right? And so that's why I'm saying there may be a subjective part of this that is just Rick and Morty might have run its course for me. And this season, not that it's so bad that it did that, but just because this actually is a season with high quality episodes may have shown me that Rick and Morty might've run its course. Cause I may just want different stuff out of a show. Jordan, 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 Jordan. This is what I mean by you don't understand it. And I'm not saying that you don't understand the fundamental concept. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm more saying a subjective thing that doesn't do it for you. So right. just so we're clear what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand. That this was one of the most plot heavy seasons of all of Rick and Morty is what you're not like that's what's going over your head right right no maybe just said there were only two episodes and what I'm trying to tell you is that why they do these things like simplify the characters and like you guys made fun of me for this for like the Gamora shit but like (laughs) the reason why they simplify the characters and bring it down in this way which I think they overdid in both these episodes yeah 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 just to be clear I, I admitted to that and I think that's the worst part of these two episodes and they're like two of my bottom four so yeah, like just yeah. to get that out of the way. Yeah, but the reason they do that, and they do this consistently, is because they want to actually focus and delve into the characters they're exploring. They actually want us to like question things about Rick and focus on Rick or focus on Morty. And they do this a lot where the background family sometimes are they're themselves and sometimes they're just like a cheap throwaway line to get the plot moving. And that's okay because they yeah. have so many interesting characters to explore in so many different avenues. And if that means I got to like have bird person be a little more simplistic for an episode 
and like a little less focused and like yeah they did it a little too much but like a little less focused on him but i get some serious plot movement and like self-reflecting from rick like i'm gonna fucking take that and the new writers killed that in every episode that like that thing's happening and i don't think you can say that about past rick and morty seasons and so i would say that this is one of the more plot heavy more like character actually character i think that's true like i agree with that not the same i agree episode. with that I think that's true. And yeah, I, and I think true. they I think they were spot on on this one. So I mean, I think like let's over get the course the let's talk about let's talk about Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the Yeah, episode yeah. episode Banger. 2 the Jerick trap. Banger. Clever exploration of Jerry and Rick's like togetherness. Like the episodes with Jerry and Rick like just like hanging out have honestly been bangers. Yeah. And this was like a crazy new twist on it. Like crazy new, never thought of twist on it that no one saw coming. The start of the episode starts off fucking hilarious. Like he shoots himself, dude. Like, like, like crazy fucking intense off the bat and just like continually takes it to a new extreme that is genuinely unexpected. Like you were talking about being expected writing and like obvious writing and obvious jokes. This is when they took it for me. Like, okay, it was a little like younger humor. You know what I mean? But like, as long as you're allowed to go to that level and be like two years younger than yourself for a second, like it's pretty clever and consistent and the plot makes sense throughout the entire thing. And the ending is a fucking hilarious ending compared to the buildup they're having the entire episode, which is a complete misdirection because you're waiting for that ending and you know that ending has to happen. And they literally take it to the last fucking second to the bell. They were literally like, is this like the crows? Are you about to leave? Yeah, yeah, like we literally are taking this shit as actually as extreme and hilarious as this concept can go. And I fucking loved it. Like some of the most clever character dynamics, like just interesting humor and like different humor and like different plot, like just misdirection. Misdirection is what I'm trying to say. And I just like, yeah, dude, to me, like this is like, this is classic Rick and Morty adventures, bro. Like this is a, this is a banger. Like it's a, I would say it's like a good, great episode. It's not the best episode in the season, but it's these, like these episodes that make Rick and Morty awesome. It's like this dynamic with an episodes five and an episode 10. Like it's this bounce off dynamic that ma- it's like a role player that's doing super well in its role. You know what I mean? Like yeah. high impact, bro. Just like, I think even it's great and it's awesome. And it has like basically yeah. zero flaws. Like some of the jokes didn't land and it's not my favorite episode, but I just like to not have this in like, your like kind of top five ish for me or like right around that. Five I would say it's around one. five. Like, yeah. It's around five or six. Pretty tough for me to think- Let's talk about like one thing that's really interesting that I um, was brought to my attention about this season and I think is one of the most different parts of this season. There are no B plots. There are no B plots. There are no B plots. Like there are B plots, but like, God damn. I think there are more B plots in this season combined than every other season or more episodes without a B plot in this season than every other season combined. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I think that's actually a really interesting twist on Rick and Morty, where kind of before was just like riffing and just like having these ridiculous B plots that like kind of tie in, but not really. So the writers actually really committing to these Dude. stories, and it's can just I like, you, can, yeah. Can I tell yeah. you the perfect example of this? Just the perfect example of this, and then then you keep on going. Remember the episode where it's like the app, and like they have to like destroy the app, and then yeah, it's yeah, yeah. summer and. 
like them using the app. Like those are two plots that suck because neither of them got explored at all. And then the episode ends up sucking. Like it was just two plots that I didn't really care about. You know, okay. and that that rarely happens. But generally speaking, I'm like sometimes like when Rick and Morty's at its worst, it's when I'm waiting for it to cut to the other plot. That's yeah. when it's at its worst. Yeah. And so like and they're awesome at taking things to extremes and exploring shit deeper. Like spaghetti, this one, like spaghetti was great. Spaghetti was great. I think this is similar to spaghetti. Let's let's go spaghetti. We we kind of talked about Air Force One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, just to touch on Air Force One, it wasn't my favorite, but I still think it was an interesting push on Rick's character. Yeah. And I still think overall net positive episode for me, I think the unity Rick dynamic is still a super interesting one. And I think they took that storyline to a next level with that episode. I think the overall unity Rick relationship is better post that episode. And that's why I would still keep that as kind of a positive. To be honest, I think this episode, like, I at least inter like I automatically internally compare this to the other Unity episode where it's like Rick like mm-hmm. losing himself to the Unity relationship and then the B plot is like Summer and Morty like slowly realizing like trying to like free people from Unity and like all right so I thought that which wasn't as good which wasn't as wasn't as good wasn't as good that exploration of Unity and the introduction of her character there I thought was really, really good. And Amazing it really wants this episode to just be about Rick and Unity again. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like they lost a little bit by like waiting to introduce Unity and then like not having her be as prominent because I thought and, she and as and as complex. And as complex. She's not as complex either. Yeah, right. yeah she's, and she's yeah. not as complex. Like, yeah, 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 well, yeah. I actually really care about Rick. But we this knew was that. my this is this is when I when I was ranking my things, I went. Oh, one, and then I put two above it, and then I put three below. Like, yep. I, I, yeah, three's not the for me. Uh, so, like, it just loses, it just loses the special, like, how good that, like, the Unity episode is great. The Wong episodes are great. The President episodes, for the most part, are great. But then you take all three of them, and you try to do something with it, and it's not that good. And I wish it was just about Unity. Yeah, or just like, or just do like, yeah, president, like, even the president stuff wasn't like, the president stuff was pretty much. It's fine. It was like hitting on the therapist. And then it wasn't Wong. Like, Wong would never fall for that. You know what I mean? Do that shit. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah, I, 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 sure, this was my, this was the one where it was a little tough for me. Let's talk about spaghetti, though. Dude, spaghetti was the turning point of this season for me, where I was like, this is incredible. This is like, we're back to Rick and Morty hijinks. This is great. I am loving everything. Super dark, by the way. Like, super dark concept but like holy shit like an entire planet that industrializes suicide and like trigger warning we should probably have episode, have a service episode but like this we're gonna get into some episodes about suicide and then they eat the people who kill themselves um super dark like spaghetti though yes yeah yeah they turn to spaghetti so it's okay um but yeah like crazy dark concept that is absolutely hysterical like really really funny um, I thought they just killed it on all cylinders of this episode. This is the kind of stuff that, like, as much as I may have soured on Rick and Morty in general, this is the kind of stuff that sets it apart from other sci-fi TV shows because no other TV show can get away with an episode like this. Like, it, they, they just can't. Rick and Morty is the only show that can do this. And, it, and like, because they they so clearly know 
that they're the only show that can do this. They do it with such confidence that it works so well. Like at no point of this, the worst part of episodes like this is when they're doing it and they're doing it and they're doing it and then they stop to do something else because they're not confident in the concept. They are so confident in this episode and you can feel that and it was amazing. Yeah, I'm, to- I'm totally with you. This episode. Yeah, yeah, this is really high on my ranking. I think yeah. this is the better, the funnier concept and the better plot of the second episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is just like the second episode done better. Uh, Morty's so funny, dude. Like, like having Morty and Rick in the same episode, dude. Like, Great. I love exploring other characters, but like they didn't really do a Rick and Morty episode till this one, bro. Yeah, this was the Rick and Morty adventure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And this shit was like... Dude, it was it was funny as fuck. It was great. This Dude. was definitely number one. Yeah. So far. And then it's just like the classic like Rick fix it. And then like going through that and like him not really fixing it. Like and it got dark. And it it's like, okay, so this dark. is kind of a person, but it doesn't know it doesn't have a difference between life and death. This one is a person, but it doesn't know how to kill itself. Like that was crazy. And then like yeah. the two people, like the suicide bombers, like they went all in on this episode. And it was so and good. It's the perfect, it's the perfect tie to Morty just like trying to be the good guy and making it all work. Yeah. Like making everyone happy. And it's just like, oh, it's it's fucking gas, bro. It was great. God, so good. Okay, let's talk about episode five, bro. Yeah. So episode five, I thought was a really good episode. Like really good episode. With one butt. But I want to stay on the positives. I want to stay on the positives. I want to stay. I'm going to leave the podcast, dude. I'm going to leave. Actually, you know what, dude? Honestly, I think there needs to be a motion to ban Jordan from from the Rick and Morty episodes. Wait, I'm, I'm saying that I liked this episode, but there's one butt. That's okay. Let me keep going. Um, I'm going to get to it. This is a flawless episode. Okay, I have a butt. Yeah, this is flawless 10 out of 10. Okay, I'm going to get to it. Flawless 10 um, amazing like episode like bringing back evil morty was like great like i don't really care either way but like the way they did it was really cool so like happy that great interaction between evil morty or morty and rick great great that scene where like rick is beating up prime rick in the chair i was like damn like this is this is the type of emotional climax that you want from this kind of an episode. I thought that was phenomenal. Um, the only, my only but is like, I really liked Prime Rick as a villain and as a character. And I wish this episode was like a few minutes longer just to get a little bit more from Prime Rick. But like, that's not like, like a knock on the episode. I just liked him and wanted a little bit more. Other than that, great episode. Like, just, this is, when I say that I want overarching plot in Rick and Morty to resolve, this is what I'm talking about. This was great. And also a way better way to do it. Like, I know you guys love the central finite curve stuff last season. I didn't. I hated that resolution. Felt super anticlimactic. This felt like the proper type of resolution for what was built up going into this episode. Do you want me to start freaking out or do you want to start freaking out? Why is that a freak out? Dude, this episode was so fucking good. This actually was like everything I wanted. It was literally everything I wanted. We got the origin of Evil Morty, which didn't have to be complicated, but I was glad that I got it. It was just like a Morty decided he didn't need his Rick anymore. 
that was pretty much it. And then it connected us all the way back to when we met Evil Morty, right? So we literally completely wrapped up that entire story. It was and great. then we get like actually Evil Morty living his life, bro. We get like a little bit of him just like in paradise, like fucking around, like get like killing some monsters and just like actually chilling and having some like a second to appreciate that evil morty won you know like we knew he won but he won and we saw him winning and living his life as as he wanted to and then i just thought everything like continued to be so so fun and good and stayed true to actually who evil morty is and who rick prime is they killed slow mobius which made me really sad because I loved Slow Mobius. You guys know Slow Mobius was my favorite character. <laughs> um, and like, I really think like the action in this is actually some of the best I've ever seen in Rick and Morty. They yeah. have like a ton of really fun stuff going on, like almost similar to like season six episode one with some of the rick prime stuff with like that remember that invisible like trap mm -hmm. thing but literally like so interesting and fun and like just paying off and then we get to rick prime and jordan i could see i'm not gonna like shit on you for that take i could see how you could want a little bit more from rick prime but i didn't I really didn't. We've had Rick Prime for so long. We've gotten enough of Rick Prime. And they fucking finished it, dude. This isn't the boys where they're afraid to kill yeah, off Homelander because they think not having a villain, it will ruin the show. They finished it. They cut it off. And then at the same time, they flawlessly made Evil Morty a continual character that we're going to continue mm -hmm. to see while actually expanding Evil Morty's character a lot. Like, we got a ton more from Evil Morty other than, like, I'm smarter than you and I'm going to fuck off. Like, his interactions with Morty and with Rick and, like, how he handles the whole situation. And now that he has the device. And he has the device. And, like, that just leaves it open-ended. And I really, really don't have anything bad to say about this episode. Do you guys nah, think... Jordan, bro. Jordan, Go ahead. Bro. Go ahead. Nah, bro. Jordan, shut the fuck up. Nah, because you fucking pissed me off with this one, Jordan, bro. I oh, said shit. I liked oh, the shit. episode. Wait, wait. I nah, literally bro. said I what? Nah, can I can I spit? Can I just can I talk uninterrupted for a second, please? I didn't I didn't say a word when you were talking, bro. I, I stayed silent and I listened and I even let Logan go first, even though he literally said every word that I was about to say. Like, I'm not even going to comment on the episode because he said literally everything I was going to say. Everything. He, he literally everything. First off, bro, fuck you, bro. <laughs> You're a fucking piece of shit. The fact that you didn't even mention Slow Mobius in your fucking review of the episode means that I know you don't give a fuck about this show, bro. And that's why you're never getting on another one of these episodes, bro. That was the fucking last straw. That was the last straw, bro. They eradicated Slow Mobius from every conceivable universe, bro. And, and, and they're not bringing you back, bro. They're not the boys. They don't give a fuck about something. Like they don't give a fuck. Like, fuck Rip Prime, bro. Like, out of fucking nowhere, they killed Slow Movies. And you didn't even say shit about that? You don't watch these fucking episodes, man, like I do. You just don't, bro. Like you don't want, you don't feel this shit like I do, bro. Like they Dude. killed him and he slowed it down. 
down as slow as he could, but he couldn't stop it, and no one could save him. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Like that's how I know you don't give a shit, bro. Ethan, do I know something? What's up? <laughs> Nah, nah, bro, I ain't done, bro. I'm not done. I'm not done. Bro, like, this might be the second best episode of Rick and Morty ever. And honestly, like, like just to cut to it, like, we're just going to talk about it. I think this is in contention for the best season of Rick and Morty ever. I probably wouldn't put it there. I, I think on its high end, with some aging, I think it could be. Because of episodes like this, bro. They don't give a fuck. They cleaned it up clean. And I understand, I feel exactly how Logan said it. I understand why you could have wanted more Rick Prime on the episode, but they made it clear that this shit is not, this show is not about Rick chasing Rick Prime. Yeah. Like, that's not what this fucking show is about. Like, that was a fucking plot line, bro. Like, this is about Rick fucking living, bro. And this family living. And fucking evil Morty, bro. Like, this man's here to fucking stay, bro. Like, hey, so the stakes are literally as high, bro. Like, he can end the Rick experiment, bro. And you also. Get the perfect, like, tie-in and, like, add to the flaws of how season six ended. Yeah. Like, understanding who Evil Morty is. Understanding what really the central finite curve looks like. And how, like, Rick and Morty were, he won. But it's also not like he won outright. Like, there's still some chaos out there. And, like, his piece is still hard to get out there. And you understand why. Like, you don't understand why. But you at least can conceive why Rick made a universe where he's the smartest guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you get a better image into that. And, like, they made this episode about Rick and Evil Morty, the two smartest people in the fucking universe, bro. Like, Do you that's think... what this show is about, bro. There are, there are two top dogs in this universe, and honestly, there's one. Anyways, episode six, the rock episode. I, like, again... Good. I thought it was like fucking boring as hell. Like, what are we doing here? It's a it's another clip show that wasn't as good as the other ones. Dude, they're not really that good at the clip shows, bro. They're not. Because the thing is, the clip shows used to be like Justin Roiland like getting super baked and just talking into a right. mic, and it was or hilarious. Like, or it'd like, be that's like why it was yeah. good. It was only funny the first time, bro. Like, oh wait, now the one where they're going in the dreams, though. That's yeah, the funny. dreams was funny, and I also I was always a big fan of the interdimensional the cable episodes. I always loved the interdimensional cable. The first interdimensional cable. The first one, one. yeah, yeah. Not, the no, no, no. one in the hospital is not that good, bro. Like, I, I, is not that good. Of I forget that yeah, one, but I I forget that one. <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, I'm ripping this shit off the fucking dome, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we could just rip episodes. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think we need to talk about this episode yeah. a whole lot. Just like wasn't that good? Did, wasn't literally, that good. like a clip show that just wasn't really that funny. It felt yeah. like the writers wanted to do a clip show in honor of the past episodes, and they're yep. just not as good. And they're not even that good in general. I'm okay if yeah. they end like this. I'm okay if they're, this is the last clip show we do. I just got to do it differently. Yeah. You got to change it up. You got to switch it up. It's, the clip shows are not working. Yeah, so let's get into uh, let's get into the Kuat episode. Um. This one I thought was like, like, fine. Like, I think this is like fine. Like, 6.5 out of 10, fine. I thought it started out pretty strong, right? I, I, I got what we're doing. I, I, I understood kind of what we were going for. I, I, I totally got what we were going for. And then it like kind of went, it was like brave, right? 
We're like, like when we talk about brave, we're like, you could go down one of two paths and you went down like the path of LSD. That is this episode. Yeah. Like pretty, like you could have yeah. gone down one and two paths yeah. and you went down the path of LSD and like, it didn't really work out and that's okay. And we can move on, but like, it's a fine episode, whatever. Guys, 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 guys. I'm starting to think that when you guys said that there's a clear best episode and a clear worst episode, the worst episode you guys were talking about was the Numeratrons. <laughs> is it the Numeratrons? Yes, it's the Numeratrons. That episode fucking sucks. <laughs> Dude, that episode was terrible. Dude, you watch it again. Dude, you need to watch no. it again. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. That episode is so bad. Ethan, Ethan, the Numeratrons episode is legitimately like, Dude, like this I'm is not even in my cells. bottom three. Bro. Dude, <laughs> you need to watch it again. You need to watch it again. Bro. And you say that I, wait, 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 and you was so funny, dude. And you say that I don't understand Rick and Morty. This episode sucks. It's so bad. Dubs, I, all right. So for reference, I have four tiers because I was thinking okay. about it and like I was shifting some stuff around. I have four tiers for the season. I have all time. I and for the record, there are three episodes in the first three tiers, and then one episode in the last tier. <laughs> I have all time very good got something out of it and then would not watch again ever <laughs> and this I one is that one in the new marathons i would never ever watch ever <laughs> oh my god dude it was terrible what's going on ethan ethan objectively <laughs> you need to watch it again i just realized i thought you guys were going to say that like i thought episode like season seven episode seven was the objective worst or like no, the one. So I was no, like, oh, dude. but then you didn't react negatively to either of them. So I was like, wait a second. The last no, two dude. really good, so. Dude, it's New Veritas. Dude, all right, hold on. Going back to Kuats for a sec. Weird, weird episode for yeah. sure. And like made me a little uncomfortable with like a bunch of the stuff going on and the sex trafficking and like the selling of people. Yeah. Um, good. That being said, I enjoy i enjoy summer like definitely it, it's just it didn't do anything terribly but to be honest it didn't really do anything well it's on the it's near the bottom of my list yeah and i don't think we need to talk about it much more than that yeah 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 so six and seven for me are are my bottom two these are kind of the reasons these are kind of the reasons that like i would be like okay this probably might not be the best episode like season of rick and morty this would this would kind of be me that for me like six and seven and like eight to a degree, like I'm not too high on Numeratrons, but like, like no, talk about Numeratrons then. Okay, 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 okay. You, you know how you were describing? You know how you were describing? So I have it at four. My, I'm just gonna start. I'm just like I gotta start. Bottom four. Bottom four. Bottom four. Oh, bottom oh. Four, oh. Four, <laughs> four. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Seven. Not four. <laughs> Wait. Cut that shit. Cut that shit. Cut that shit. <laughs> not post that, bro. I do not have it. Okay, wait. Um, dude, you know how you were saying the reason why I have it at four above the Unity episode is remember how you said like the Unity episode was good and it made me want another one, but I wish I they had fully committed to Rick and Unity. This for me is like, oh, Dead Swifty was a banger of an episode. I wanted more new Maritrons. It was exactly what I wanted. 
Like, this is literally what I would have rather had about you and Rick. They didn't drag Wong into it. They didn't drag anyone, bro. Like, they committed. And I'm looking at these IMBD ratings, bro. This is the lowest rated one. It's a 4.4. Dude, it's no. like a Star Wars ripoff. <laughs> but it's just like... Are you guys roasting Star Wars now? Like, dude... The writing in this episode, like, it's the most ridiculous. It's, it's like, honestly insane that I have to, like, break apart. How do we have to, how, why are we, like, dissecting this episode? There's nothing to dissect. This is so bad. Dude, because Ethan liked it, so we have to talk about it. Dude, this episode was actually so unfunny. And unless you were the most stoned person ever. You would not think this episode was funny. Dude, this was after we got the pizza, bro. I know. I know. But I watched it again, and I wanted to be high. This episode made I didn't me watch it again. I didn't, I didn't this episode made me want to be high to escape how bad it was. There was only one time I watched it. <laughs> to be fair. Dude, I'll watch it. I'll rewatch it. We'll, re- I'll bring it up on the next podcast. Rewatch it. Rewatch it. Dude, I have a feeling next. you're just going to stick to this opinion because it's funny. But, like, no. No, you yeah, know what? Okay. Don't rewatch it. I need you to watch it four times sober. Okay. And then tell me if you still like it. Okay. You guys talk about episode nine. You guys talk okay. about episode nine. I'm yeah, so, so episode nine episode. is the, like, the Pope infinite energy. It's basically, like, the scene in Doctor Strange where he's fighting Dormammu. It's that, but for the episode. Uh, and I thought it was awesome. I love Every ranking I look... Sorry, 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 Jordan. Every ranking I look has Numeratrons at last, bro. Yeah, because it's terrible, Ethan. It's terrible. Um, I thought this episode was awesome. I loved the opening. The weird, like, Rick and Bigfoot beef I thought was really funny. And then the absolutely wild twist to the left to, like, have the Pope be the main villain. And they're like, and, like, the Pope needs Bigfoot because the Pope can't order humans to kill other humans. But he can order Bigfoot to be, like, the God's greatest assassin. I thought that was back. so funny. I thought that was absolutely hysterical. And then, like, everything with, the like, this one kind of had a B plot where Rick's trying to build like, the infinite energy converter um with the um with it's the, the definitely had a B plot. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it was linked to the A plot. But like the infinite energy converter, like all that stuff was cool. It reminded me a lot of that episode where Morty's trying to get the wine from that village. Like kind of similar sort of vibes. Um but yeah I really liked this episode. Like very funny plot was like quick totally with it um i thought the ending battle was pretty cool like just a cool concept but like the pope's been kidnapping all these monsters because he needs the monsters to like be his assassins and like they flip it on his head i thought it was cool um i was a big 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 fan i really liked this episode i didn't think there was anything special about it i thought the pope stuff was like pretty funny but not like the most creative thing they've done um and I thought, like, the idea of going to heaven, like, infinite energy source, like, it had all of the components of, like, an entertaining Rick and Morty episode, one that, like, I enjoy watching, that I would throw on, and it would be, like, totally good to have. I just, th- I just think it didn't really do anything particularly well, and, like, it had a couple bits that were really funny, like, them keep going, like, they went to the Pope a bunch of times, but he killed them, like, a million times because he had yeah. infinite energy, like, I thought... It was good and it was funny and like Bigfoot as a character was ridiculous and 
I don't have too much else to say about this episode. I thought it was good. Okay. Okay, yeah, we're talking about 10. Yeah, so this is what I want to say. Um, I know I just said that I didn't have the knowledge to say this, but I'm going to say it. I think this is the greatest episode of Rick and Morty of all time. Uh, I think episode 10, and by not only the greatest episode ever of Rick and Morty, I think it's one of the best episodes of television literally ever. Um, I think they do more character development and character resolution in episode 10 that I have seen other shows do in entire seasons. This is such an unbelievable masterclass in how to write an episode that is solely done with the intention of exploring the relationship between your main characters. It is a fucking masterpiece. I love literally start to finish every single word that is spoken in this episode. And like, the thing is like for the first, call it 15 minutes-ish, right? You kind of think you understand what they're doing with the Rick and Diane stuff. Like, you think you know what's going on. You're like, this is great development. This is really interesting. I'm loving this. This is, like, so cool for Rick's psyche. And then in those last five minutes, when Morty realizes that Rick isn't even in the hole, that he didn't even jump in, I audibly out loud was like, oh, my God. I yelled out loud because I didn't see that coming. This was so intelligent, so good. Like, again, like, Every single show that is vaguely structured like Rick and Morty, as in like has a couple main characters that they really want to focus on the relationships of, needs Every to show watch. Every main characters, facts. No, 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 no. But I, what I mean by that is like the boys does not focus on the relationships of the boys. It's focused on other things, right? I'm saying for shows where like the main focus of the show is on the relationships between a core group of characters, watch this episode as a blueprint for how to do it. This is so good. It is so good. And then like when Morty realizes what his, what his true fear is and that final scene with Rick, I was like, oh my God. Like I could go on for another 20 minutes. This is the best episode in Rick and Morty ever. This is kind of unequivocal. Yeah, this was the best episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, it was such an absolute mindfuck and was just written. It, every single word that was said in every single moment in the episode was perfectly placed mm -hmm. and was perfectly purposeful. And it just like would fuck with any human, even if they hadn't even watched the show. Yeah. Like it would just, it fucks with you on like a human fucking level. Like anyone would enjoy that episode. And like, you kind of said it all Jordan. So I'm not going to repeat what you said. Like I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, I didn't mean to like reel you in as like, this isn't for me, this is the best episode too. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, Morty was kind of getting a little sidelined this season and like Rick's awesome, but I'm a big, I'm a big Morty guy, especially now, bro. Like I think Morty got lost a little bit for a second. Like is the dragon episode actually the best episode? Who knows? But like, but like, <laughs> thing about it is like yeah morty got lost there a little bit but i think prime morty is arguably the best character in the show and like this was this was this was morty's moment man and like yeah. you didn't know like anyone who says they know there's, knew, bro, like, there's no way you could figure there's no way you didn't know the whole thing like no. maybe you were like but they just did the whole like they took the episode like the alien episode where like they're on the treadmill simulator 
That's a banger episode, by the way. Season one. That's episode. a banger episode. They took that to like such a different fucking degree. Wait, can you pause, Logan? Lo- no, pause, Logan. Did you look that up, or did you know that that was season one, episode four? I knew it was season one, episode four. <laughs> Dude, we gotta get. Yeah, yeah. A, we gotta like. Yeah, yeah. I think season one. I think that's you guys might. No, 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 I think no. I was one, like, uh, no, no, no. I would tell you it was four or three, like. But like, I, I actually think you guys might have watched more Rick and Morty than anybody outside of Adult Swim. Dude, we like this show, bro. This, this is why we're having – this is why we want to have episodes on this and actually talk – like this is why like this I crazy. hold people on this episode to a way higher standard than I do on anything else we talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's why I get like mad and want to actually hear like shit. Like this is when like the like B-level Excelsior does not cut it, bro. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, the B-level Excelsior? When do we have B-level – no, 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 no. When do we have B-level Excelsior? Give me a B-level episode in uh, in the last bro, season. You describing, epi- you describing season one, episode one, you describing season one, episode two, and you describing <laughs> season one, episode five. Or season seven episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I actually, I'm with Ethan there, where this is like the most important episode that we do by far. <laughs> and the fact that you tried to do this and the TED show in the same episode is ridiculous. Like, actually pissed me the fuck off. Like, so we'll like, do. So we'll do TED another time. Can we get back? Okay, bro, talk now? about this episode so we can start ranking because we got to start ranking. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like you guys really hit it. Yeah, Jordan, you, you, you did cover this one. I'm going to talk about a moment that you guys just haven't mentioned yet because, like you said, every single thing was placed perfectly and amazing. I want to talk about when Morty went back to the Denny's and the fear hole guy is just sitting there. Yeah. Just waiting for him. And he sits down and Morty has that fucking conversation with him. That's when I knew this episode was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Fuck. Like, I, I can't even... Have you seen the TikTok edits before. with that speech in the background, bro? Dude, they're fucking intense, man. Dude, like, intense. holy fuck. He goes back and he talks to the fear hole guy. And another... And, like, sorry. I, I'm not I'm not actually articulating anything. I'm just going to talk about moments from the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, Morty, like, grows up. He has a yeah. whole life in the fear hole and then he looks in the mirror and he's like oh my god i'm my dad and then they're just packing the fucking hole like what yeah but yeah yeah guys this is just this is this is all time you know what i mean like this is this is as good as it gets i think this is this is when this is when i started reflecting and being like oh this is a best episode of television not a best episode of rick and morty and this is also when i start started reflecting and being like oh I can be proud to say that Rick and Morty is one of my five favorite shows. Dude, this is the type of, this is like, honestly, what made me think, is this my favorite show ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the episode, this is the episode where I started thinking that. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, like, this is like low-key my favorite show ever. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm just going to go one more little thing. Dude, when they, he lives his entire life, right? He realizes his dad, they crawl out of the fear hole, and it was just this little thing that I noticed on my second thing. He's not even surprised. He just lived yeah. 40 years in the hole. And he crawls out of the he crawls out and he's just sitting there and he's just like he just knew. You know? Like he lived that entire lifetime knowing that like he was still in the hole. Like there was just something, there's some level of recognition from Morty, and then the revelation that Rick never jumped in that was just like so subtle. And just like perfectly, like it, bro, dude. It's honestly fucking it's making my like, heart hurt, bro, dude. Like, God, bro, like, fuck. Ooh. 
Ooh, man. Should we um should we get into rankings? Let's rank some episodes. Yeah. Okay. So me and Logan, we're just gonna go. Let's go ten. Let's let's go ten and move on. Okay. What's your number? What's your bottom, Logan? Yeah. So Rising Americans last. Okay. Nine. Mine is mine is clip show. Okay. Yeah. So I have nine. As we were doing this ranking, I shifted some things around. Before yeah. this recording, I had rock. I had the rock. No, no. Give me it right now. Give me what it is right now. Mine Kuwaz, is right. number nine. Kuwaz, number nine. Kuwaz is also my number nine. Yeah. Rock memories, whatever, number eight. Okay. This is um, this is Air Force Wong for me. Yeah. Air Force Wong at seven. And then I have Numericons. So we have the same bottom four. Same and I could, four. I, I could feel pretty good switching it to what you have. Yeah. So I feel like pretty, pretty good on the bottom four. Yeah. I have number six as the poopy butthole episode. That's mine as well. I have number five as the Bigfoot episode. That's mine as well. I have number four as the Jerry merging episode. That's mine as well. I have number three as spaghetti. Yeah, that's mine as well. <laughs> number two is Rick Prime. Yeah, yeah. And number one is Fear Hole. <laughs> so, so if you just if I just move Numericons to the bottom, we have the same ranking. And we didn't talk at all. <laughs> all right, all right, so all right. I, there we go. So we just disagree on Numericons. That's it. That's the only thing we disagree on. Okay, so for technical difficulties, Jordan's list. Fuck you for clapping another time. Is Numericons poopy at nine, which is way far away from where we had it. Rock, which is low. Kuat, right? That's kind of where we were. Wong, yeah, Rock and Kuat's were definitely. Wong, Jarek, though I do think he moved up Jarek. So, yeah, so it looks like he has. Um, Jarek lower and the no 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 he has the same top five as we do the same top five he switches the Pope and Jarek and the main thing is that he moves Popey way way down yeah 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 which yeah. I think is like with like they're it's in the bottom five either way and so it's the same top five and the same bottom five at the end of the day but I really yeah, don't. I think some fundamental differences because I feel pretty strongly about those differences my ranges are not that long big for them yeah I really don't. I could maybe I see um, switching Jarek and Pope more than I can see the difference between Poopy being at nine and Poopy being at six. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough that's a tough one for me. Yeah, it's a t- it's a little bit of a tough sell, and I feel like yeah, it's just like the the trouble. The lowest I could probably have Poopy is the lowest I could probably have Poopy is at seven. Yeah, I could see if you really like if you liked the Unity stuff, you could move it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like loved the Unity stuff or like one of the flashbacks just really like like the him fucking the like other dude's kind of, like wife flashback like really did it for you, like I could see it. But like Yeah, I really I think the rock memories and Kuat episodes have way like bigger issues that affect Yeah. Them. So I think just to wrap it up, it's like, how do you place this season with the other seasons? Yeah. And how do you feel about the trajectory of Rick and Morty? Um, which one do you want to address first? Let's talk about where it stands with other seasons. Because I think, to be honest, I didn't realize how low the lows were in this season until we got to right. Yeah. Because the highs are goddamn high. Yeah, the, like, the highs are high. I was always like... Even on first viewing, 
like I, I said this at the beginning, I don't really remember us watching like Bigfoot on the first time, but I remember the Fear Hole episode, and I remember going, "God damn!" I remember the Fear Hole episode. Yeah, like literally, it is. It was just like a transcendental experience that like broke through my state of mind at the time. Um, and so I would say that and Rick Prime were like the peaks are so high. But then you really get to like the bottom half of this season. And it's like, it's really tough to compare. Actually, I think I'm just going to pull up my Rick and Morty season six ranking because I think I still have it in my notes app. Um, If you want to talk real quick. I can find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of feel the same way. Once we put the, the pedal to the like, to the iron, you know, like these lows are, are pretty low. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But I feel I feel better about Rick and Morty's trajectory, and I think the peaks are high enough where if you really don't take off for the lows and kind of put them in the like filler episodes category, like what what I think we're making it really low because it's low compared to the other episodes in the season. But I think in the actual grand like perspective of Rick and Morty episodes, these lows aren't too far lower than where Rick and Morty typically gets every season a couple times. And that's the trade-off you're getting for this type of dynamics. Like you're just going to get some misses. They're going to take some risks that like kind of go in the wrong direction. Yeah. And it's going to pay off more than it doesn't. And I just think this is a step up from season four and season five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I just think like, like for me, and I think most Rick and Morty fans can agree with this, like this was a confidence boost in a very shaky moment. And the trajectory is clear. Like six and seven are money seasons. Yeah. The pizza is good. Like, like we're talking about some of like when we talked about the top two in this episode, we're talking about I rewatched Night Family the other day. Dude, I did too. Oh my god. And like the first episode of season six, and like yeah. Pissmaster, and like like the like eve like the whatever the beth episode and like the the whatever what's the the cookie episode yeah the fortune and, episode dude i think the thing like, is the like, sword episode wasn't that bad and like no. thinking about it like the 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 jurassic park one wasn't that bad and the meta one wasn't that bad like it was an interesting play you know that's what, what I mean? i'm that's what i was kind of getting to is like i'm looking at my season 6 ranking and like if you're comparing Apple, like a lot of these would be below the season six. Yeah. Like you have, would be where six. poopy butthole is, is where the finale for season six was, you know? And like dinosaurs was like, and the sun got like the sun worshiping episode, you know, those are actually like kind of hold their own. And I'm interested. I agree in terms of the trajectory that this is a positive season for Rick and Morty fans, but I'm interested to see how they were definitely like struggling to figure out what they were going to do now. And they committed a lot more to their ideas in this, right? They made a whole episode about the fucking iced tea planet, you know? Like, okay, dude, we're done talking. It's pissing me off. No, but this is a positive. And that, like, they're, they're like committing to these things. And I think this was, we're going to look back and be like, season seven was the turning point where they were experimenting with committing to these ideas and building them out. And like, at the end of the day, the peaks are really, really high. And like, maybe the average is a little bit lower than season six, and so that probably wouldn't push it above season six for me. Yeah, and season six yeah, is the yeah. season, and this is two of the best. I just think there's this ever. different perspective on Rick and Morty that is it's so unrecognizable that there's an argument out there that like season six and season seven are the two best seasons in my head, 
And that's what's crazy to me. Like yeah. there's an argument out there that like it's unrecognizable in kind of a good way. And this is what Jordan wasn't getting for me as well. Like this is this is a show that has a longevity that is just going to be different. It's going to it's going to it's going to be a 10 season hitter at least. You know what I mean? And they I might end it with pop through season 11. They might end it with a pop level storyline. But that's because they're choosing to end our viewership of it. Right. But the universe is an everlasting universe. It's, and it's yeah, such that's a hard true. task to pull off. And it makes me question if it's my favorite show ever. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this shit's gas. This shit's gas. I feel really good going forward. Yeah, I really, I really, and also, look, the, the problem is at this point is it's really hard for me since there's just been such a huge time gap. It's really hard for me to compare season one to season seven. Yeah, And, like, try and place, like, oh, is season two the best season? Like, it was easy for me to rank the seasons when it was one, two, and three. Yeah, exactly. But now it's, like, with the four and five in the middle and these, like, two peaks over here for me, like, it's just it, – it's it's kind of tough for me. Dude, it, I it's would – It's tough for me to, like, kind of place them all. I don't think, like – dude, season one is ridiculous. It's honestly insane that these are the same show. And I know we, we've actually said this for the last three. Like, we said this in season five. We really said it in season six. And I think I've actually settled completely on this take that I will actually back up the fact that this is a completely unrecognizable show from season one. Like, whole, completely different. And the other thing I'll back up is that they, I, it's unrecognizable, but they had. I'm going to give them credit for this, and I don't know if they fully deserve credit for this, but what we were saying in season, like on these first Rick and Morty episodes, is that they had the vision for this. This was low key in the plans for it to become an unrecognizable show. Like, they didn't know if they were going to take it to the big plot stuff, but they had the foundation laid in the first season for all of this. It just all makes sense. And there's plot holes, but it totally makes sense enough. Yeah. It totally makes sense enough. And that's just – it's flawless writing at that point. Even if they take risks that don't pay off, I, I, I keep on taking the risks for me. Anyway, that's a wrap on Rick and Morty part four. Um, we will definitely be back with more parts. Sorry we didn't get this back to you. Um, in the future, I'm sorry to announce this, but – Jordan will lose control of this episode and he will no yeah. longer host it. And um, we're going to get this out as soon as the season ends. Cause that's when I finish watching it. Yep. And we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Until next time. I do not know what the next episode is, but um, I don't, I forget what Jordan says for the outro. He says like, bye-bye. Yeah. That's a wrap. Bye-bye.